Welcome back to the Absolute Beginners Running Podcast. And it's week five, and it's the second part of the week. As I said, I promised you we'd be two versions of runs you can do this week. And there's already one downloaded, and this is going to be the second one. There's an incredibly loud bird tweeting in the back, and <laughs> which is really making me laugh. I think it's trying to say to me, what are you doing on my turf? But I'll continue anyway, and, um, and hopefully it brings a bit of adventure and a bit of life to the podcast. I find myself in a very sort of big field today full of long open grass back on the trails um, it's looking some big dark clouds in the sky and it's thinking of hinting at thunder but I kind of like running in that and it's, um, it's pretty impressive really looking at the sky anyway less of that let's get running and as always we're going to crack on with a really good warm-up and as you know by now a good warm-up is exactly that it's about warming the body up really well for the sort of running we're going to do and because today we're going to do good session of continuous running so we're going to do a four minutes a short break sort of brisk walk followed by three lots of eight minutes of continuous chatty running we're going to make sure we do a really good warm-up and that's about warming up the legs warming up the arms and warming up the core lots of people ask me about getting stitches and I'm a firm believer and a there's lots of reasons why we're all individual when we get stitches but a lot of it's to do with warming up the whole body and not just our legs so we're going to do a really good warm-up uh, and then we're going to get into the sort of main run walk session. We all know about warm-ups now. It's all about getting ourselves ready to run, our head ready to run, heart rate up, breathing rate up, and getting those muscles primed. And actually, one of the things I really want you to think about as you get sort of more progressing into running is warming up the legs, the arms, and important, those core muscles. And why is that important? Well, lots of people talk to me about getting stitches. Oh, I get in a stitch. And hey, you know what? A lot of that's to do with going out too fast, too soon. But um, even though the jury is out on why people get stitches, I'm a real believer that it's a lot to do with those core muscles. All our abdominal muscles are not sort of, sort of ready to run, really. They're not warmed up either. So tonight we're going to throw in some sort of usual warm-up methods, but also a few extra things to get our sort of body twisting. So let's crack on. The usual five minutes, there goes the clock. And let's start with a brisk walk. Swing the arms. This is the time when I sort of take those big inhales of breath. I make sure my body's nice and upright. You know, think back to weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, that balloon, our good upright posture. Well, that is still as important. In fact, it's important for every single run that we get into that posture. So let's do some good brisk walking. Wherever you are, just think about how you're gonna do that. And then we're going to throw in a couple of, let's reach down with our left hand, down to the floor, bending the knees, bending the hips down, a few more paces and then with the right, down again, up we go, brisk walk, down again with the left, a few more paces, down again with the right, down, and off we go, brisk walk, another one to the left, another one to the right. Hopefully after all these weeks we'll be seeing there's lots of different variations of warm-ups that you can do and depending on how you feel, what kind of running you do, you can adjust them for what suits you. Nice brisk walk. Just going to do a bit of really easy jogging for 10 seconds about that. Off we go. Really super easy. Just to get everything rhythm and working. And let's back to that brisk walk. So I'm just going to duck down again onto the left. 
few more paces onto the right. Oh, it's nice to be back on the trails to the left. You should be able to feel your knees having to maybe a bit creaky, but they're warming up. And down to the right, a bit more of a brisk walk. This is the time to get that sort of opening those shoulders up, rolling them around. Bit of front crawl technique, really rolling them around, nice and slowly, almost as if you're having to twist your body to the back and the front or the front and the back whichever way you're rotating your arm as you do so you can use your right hand or to swap hands whichever ones you're doing whichever arm keep doing it a bit more brisk walking and off we go a bit more of a jog and i mean a jog i mean a super easy effort I'm almost jogging on the spot. I'm not really making any forward distance. I'm just, in fact, jogging on the spot's perfect, isn't it? Just wanting to get those knees moving and get the heart rate up. And back to a brisk walk again. Now, one of the things I really like doing to warm up the core is actually I love a bit of grapevine. For those of you who remember that, it's a really sort of traditional aerobics move could be described as Greek dancing but that's pretty much my knowledge of dancing gone but actually it's all about moving the core so if you fancy a bit of grapevine go for it it's quite hard to describe on podcasts if you don't know so actually one thing you can do is just stand still and then just almost get your hands and your arms up in a running motion and move them round so twist your core around nice and gently not you know this isn't about how far you can twist it's just about warming up and if you're going to the left use your right arm to twist across and push across your body similar and your left arm to push to the right and then push down to the floor and then other back up again hopefully you're feeling quite a lot of movement in your core area and your trunk area a lot of people talk to me about their core or their abdominals, but actually what I mean is that everything, their back muscles, their hip muscles, glutes, and their stomach muscles. So keep doing that. And then let's just go for another quick jog again. Super easy, barely moving forward. But I'm bringing the knees up and nice and upright. And then the last minute I'm gonna put a bit of skipping in. There we go. to a brisk walk so again always think do you feel ready to run if you don't feel ready by all means add a bit more of a warm-up in in fact that's exactly what we're going to do now because we're going to do some pretty you know we're going to do some really decent run walk tonight and we want to be make sure we're ready and hey if you haven't been doing it before let's see what difference it makes so let's add a little bit more jogging really easy not at the sort of effort level you'd be putting in normally, way below chatty. This is literally like, you know, I'm literally just above walking pace. Really easy effort. And back to brisk walking again. You can hear my heart rate's up. 
doing a few, do a few squats to the left. Stop and squat, down we go. I'm gonna twist round and do one to the right. Down we go, and then forward. Sort of continually alternating which side I do a squat. And off we go. All I'm doing is chucking things in to warm me up that I know are gonna sort of target all the bits of the body I need to get working. So if you don't know what to do as a warm-up, just think about the important bits of that activity you're doing that are used and do that as a warm-up. Last thing is I'm just going to jump, I'm going to stand on the spot and do a bit of jogging on the spot. And then lastly, brisk walk forward. So instead of the usual five minutes, that was about just over, come out to seven minutes of warm-up. So we're ready. For that first lot of six minutes and that three lots of eight minutes of continual chatty easy running that are going to make up this session and the clock is on remember start off super slow much slower than you expect to be going it could be quite hard because it's your head you have to convince because something is thinking oh i'm just going to charge ahead but what this is it's all about keeping your head under control because actually a massive benefit for later on we want to finish this session we don't want to blow out 10 minutes in it's the satisfaction of finishing the session that's worth it and that's it's almost a game you have to play in your head isn't it I'm going to keep going I'm going to finish the session Really nice chatty running. We think all this negative splits and we expect people in the first half of any race or any session go slower than they go in the first half, in the second half. And generally they'll go faster because they've warmed up and they'll get a better time or better effort than if they went out fast and had to slow down. But it's a game you have to play with your head rather than anything else. As usual, a bit of a body check. Am I nice and upright? I'm going up a hill. It's a common theme where I live. Lots of hills, but hey, running hills is fantastic training. You get very strong quickly. Another reason why nice slow running when you're a beginner is brilliant. Because it lets your body catch up sort of equally as your cardio fitness as you gently build more likely to avoid injury that way nice chatty run it's funny funny came out the door thought oh it's gonna rain a bit chilly but as soon as i'm warmed up the furnace is going and i'm roasting it's gonna nip down this little trail where i am Deliberately weighted, so it's cooler in the evening, but also there's less people around. That can be really important if you're a beginner. You don't necessarily want, I don't know, if you feel that people perhaps are judging you. Generally they're not, but people have always got something to say. It can be really off-putting. I was with a group the other day and 
someone walked past and just made that sort of, I don't know, really innocent comment that you know, shouldn't they be running faster? And they said it really nicely, but actually it made the person we were with think, heck, I'm not doing very well, when actually they were doing brilliantly. You just always got to remember, you're running, you're out there exercising, majority of people aren't. And take massive pride from it. Yeah, the heart rate's going. Super gentle. The great thing about running with this sort of pace and this chatty is that, you know, what we all have off days. Maybe we're really tired, we've had a long day at work, family's particularly hard work, or you know what, you might have had a heady night, heavy night out. Whatever the reason, if you use chatty running, with your sort of gauge, easy running, it'll adjust for that. Nice deep breaths. Just checking that I can definitely manage to keep the chatty pace going. A massive muddy puddle coming up. Let's take my time with mud. I am a lover of mud, but if you're not, it takes a bit of technique. Just walk it. There we go, through it. Nothing I love better than when it's raining and lovely muddy puddles. Here's my top tip for those, always run through the middle. Generally, the mud gets pushed out to the sides from bikes and stuff. And uh, it's usually firmer ground in the mud middle. It's also the straightest route. You're less likely to slip. People go up the bank and try and avoid it. They're more likely to slip. It's all about being able to run the next day. But if you've got a chance of mud, go for it. In fact, a bit of trivia. <laughs> we asked hundreds of people at the National Running Show on the trail zone what the while they went running for. And I reckon 50% of them said mud. Really surprised me. I thought it was just me who was mad about it. Well done guys, keep going. Nearly at the end of that six minutes. First bit is always that toughy, isn't it? Try and keep it in reserve. The effort for now. Remember, we want to start nice and slow. Get into our rhythm. So that we can keep going. Lovely, chatty, easy running. Wow. And time to walk. We have 30 seconds of brisk walking. Whew. I said week five was going to be that extra bit of challenge. But we need that every now and then. Always oh, pushes us a bit. It might be a bit hard, but it's worth it. Relax your shoulders, deep breaths in. Oh, have a look around the amazing things you look seeing when you run. And off we go again. Wow, there's lots of uh, pine cones on this run. And the 
I've been thinking of them a bit, sometimes a bit like marbles. How am I going to roll over them? I know, it's sort of... I love seeing what's underneath my feet and how it changes. I'm not using my head to look down, I'm using my eyes. Remember, we want to stay nice and upright. Our head is really heavy. We don't want to have to lean over and cause our muscles and our back to take the effort. Well done. Nice Chelsea pace. Remember, if you've got more hills or different sort of ground, you're thinking, I can't possibly run that. When she says run it, walk it. You're in control of the run. You know, you want to challenge yourself, but you want to also, you know, make it re reasonable. No, it's not right. Wow, that dark, huge dark cloud. It's beautiful. It's almost like someone's drawn a ruler underneath the dark cloud and the blue sky. Such a contrast. Who'd have thought running was about looking around? Well, it is, isn't it? It's about taking it in. Anything that distracts me. In fact, I get too distracted when I'm running. I often go out thinking I'm going to go somewhere else. I get carried away and think, do you know what? I might go there instead. Because that's kind of what it is about for me. Wow, there goes the birds. Sometimes I go out for a run and think, no, oh, I just do not feel it. You know, it's just make it a bit shorter. It's often the time I go exploring instead. I sort of think, well, I won't run. I use the time to explore. Then other times I'll go for a run and go, I'm feeling amazing, I'm gonna go a little bit more. That's okay too. It's half the fun. Well done everyone. Doing really well. Nice chatty pace. Lovely and upright. try and run it all in one go but actually I'm really enjoying getting a map out looking where it starts and breaking it down into bite-sized chunks just like we're by breaking down starting running and doing exactly the same for that run you might be thinking there's no way I'm ever going to run 108 miles never say never it's all about building up to it and breaking it down so it's manageable so right now, in my fitness, I'm enjoying running and breaking it down into shorter segments. You know, so I'm out for a couple of hours a day. And you know what? A lot of that, in fact, yesterday was hilarious. I started out on the run. I'd only got about 100 meters before I stopped and had to take a load of photos because I just sort of discovered this sculpture of a horse in a field and it was amazing, and then there was this avenue of foxgloves. They were popping pink amidst this sort of sea of ferns. 
and you couldn't help but brush past them and the bees and it was just amazing and you know what I didn't really do a lot of running for the first 10 minutes I was kind of just getting my camera out taking photos and I was so excited I almost texted a photo to my husband and I thought that's no good I only saw him 10 minutes ago he'll think what am I doing but that's what running is about to me I'm exploring yes there are times to go fast and I love racing but this is where I really love it just out and it's finding what does it for you well done in here I've got that nice chatty pace beginning to sort of feel like I'm easing into it did, we did a good warm-up we've held ourselves back and we're keeping going and it's all about keeping going isn't it long game we're playing it's all about getting to consistently running To be able to run at the pace where I can control my breath. It's not running away from me, is it? You can hear that I'm able to sort of take calm inhales of breath and let them out. If you're finding you can't really do that, just slow down a little bit. always go back and do another run and try and do it a bit faster see what happens you know on another day I'd probably I could come out and do this again and I would run a bit it would take me a bit shorter time or I'd go a bit further in the distance in the time but right here right now this is great and right here right now what you're doing is fantastic trail I'm coming to berries are starting to come out where I live they're called hurtle berries I just have this image of a sort of it's like a look it looks like a blueberry they are like blueberries sort of same sort of family of wild blueberries the name hurtleberry sort of makes me think of this blueberry with these little legs with trainers on and they're hurtling through the woods in fact, there's a good, there used to be a race called the Hurtleberry. And it conjures up exactly woodland running for me. They're great, these berries, because actually, at the right time of the year, they're lovely to stop and have a nibble. Great trail food. I do uh, eat berries a lot in the woods, but I know exactly which ones I'm looking at. And I wouldn't eat anything I didn't know. I think probably most of us recognise blackberries. There's usually a lot of those around at a certain time of year. But actually, amazing things in the woods. And time to walk. Well done, everyone. That's eight minutes, continuous chatty running. 
Let's use this time to get nice big deep falls of breath. Deep falls? Long falls of breath. There we go again, my mind's gone sort of into that flow state as I'm thinking about other stuff. Nice and easy. Nice walking out. Maybe stretch your legs out a bit. Take you along the paces. Nice big breath. Time to go again, off we go. So remember I got back in that flow. If you need to just start nice and slow again. Or slower than you would normally. It's important to think this isn't about slow running. This is about being smart running. Knowing when to run faster and slower. I think I've said it before. Running isn't about an on-off switch. It's about being a dimmer switch. Dimmer switches, especially with eco bulbs, take time shine their full brightness that's kind of what we're doing love a random analogy but actually the dimmer switch is a pretty good one quick body check nice and upright I'm going over a bit of a hill if you want to Make a choice where you're going to do some of these sort of more continuous runs and find the flatter places. It's about making it doable, isn't it? It's not about finding your own version of Mount Everest and trying to tackle it. It's about making it doable with just enough effort that it pushes you. First week of a beginner's course, the group take out the hills, get everyone to walk them deliberately. And that now, week five, we start putting them back in again. It's entirely up to you. rather you finished it and had a great time and didn't so I had to stop and think you're feeling a bit of a failure well done everyone nice that right easy running oh <laughs> I just had to duck under a tree which considering I was almost five foot four on a good day this must have been a pretty low tree in breath as well. Oh, a bit of a down, so I can ease it a bit. It's rained recently, so the trails are a bit muddier today than they have been. That's okay. Lovely and soft underfoot, though. That's a huge difference, isn't it, between running on a road or a track. I'm running on trail. 
sort of softens the impact. Because it's rained, suddenly the grasses around have gone into overdrive. They've gone, oh, we've got fuel, let's make loads of leaves. Nice bright zingy leaves. It's really good to remember as you're building up to not just take care of yourself on the run but take care of yourself before the run before your runs and afterwards so making sure you're you know you're eating healthily to fuel your amazing body drinking plenty of liquids water again to fuel your amazing body don't need to over compensate with food and snacks when we get back in we do need to make sure we have a banana a piece of fruit and definitely some water especially when it's hot and even now it's about 8 o'clock at night and it's uh, mid-year it's been raining it's pretty warm blowing out a fly that decided to get up my nose. Not too pleasant. <laughs> when I talk about eating I don't mean flies. Looking around on a lovely ridge. Lovely ridge of trees. You can see the North Downs just through the trees. running in different places I definitely have a favourite sort of home run home trail as I call it and uh, yeah it's pretty much where I am now and again the sky is incredibly bright I can see for quite far see London which is mad because actually I could feel I'm out in Wales at the moment beautiful countryside yet I can see London in the distance so more than everyone keep saying well done to yourself you know, ticking away if you're finding it hard count your feet you know I often count to sort of a hundred or usually I forget a hundred so it's no good to me I get confused in the middle of counting so 50 is good or I might look at a tree in front I think I'm going to get to that tree, I don't know, all that signpost, that's good distractions, I often think about what my legs are doing, how strong they are, and everyone's legs are strong, you have to think that, yes you might not be Jess Ennis Hill or Hussein Bolt, but your legs are strong, they're carrying your body over these runs, amazing I think about my sort of legs as pistons and they're driving me forward keeping me upright doing a great job brilliant sometimes I think of what I look like as a runner and I visualise 
don't know, famous runner or someone I know. I think, how do they run? I look like that. Just trying to occupy the mind on other stuff. I know, thinking about what you're going to eat when you get home. What are you going to do tomorrow? Anything that distracts you. If you distract the brain with something else, it doesn't have time to think about, oh, it's hard work. It's the truth for most things. That's it, again. Running is a mind game, really. And once you've got the mind sorted, the body tends to follow. Oh, and time to walk. Fantastic, well done everyone. Absolutely brilliant. We're pretty much all the way through now, one little session to go. Big pats on the back are ready. Brisk walk or easy walk out. A few more seconds. That's an end to your legs. Roll your shoulders, just drop your arms if you've been in sort of run position. Shoulders up to your sh uh, ears, drop them down again, just wiggle your head around, and let's go again. Off we go for that last session. Doing amazing. That's what we said, it's all about getting to the end of the session. It's like proving a point, isn't it? I can do this. I'm going to use a bit of wily smartness to do it. You're in control of this run. You're doing it. Nobody else. You've got it in you. I know you can do it. Great believe in what people can achieve. It's not always easy. If you keep going, you'll get there. I love that phrase. It's not actually getting knocked down, it's about getting up and keeping going. Fantastic, wow. How great to be out using your body, pushing yourself forward. Super clever, super impressive to have determination to keep going. It's a really great quality. Don't think about yesterday, don't think about tomorrow. Right here, right now, you're running. You are a runner. That is absolutely brilliant. Nice and easy. If you feel yourself getting a bit carried away, rein yourself back in. You want to keep going. Remember, it's got to be something pretty much talk. You know, every now and then you're going to have to take a bit of a breath got to be that sort of easy feel. I don't mean easy as in, it's so easy I could do this in my sleep. I mean, you feel relaxed running. It's such an emotive word, easy, isn't it? People say it's easy running, simple. It's not, it takes effort. But what I mean by easy running in this context is that it's, you sort of feel relaxed. It's not becoming too much. You feel you can keep going. You're in control so you can speed it up, slow it down, to keep it that way. Everyone's time, easy running is different. 
sort of vary over the weeks. But your easy running now is a lot faster than when we first started. Brilliant. Well done. Wow, where I'm running now is like glass made of bricks. So you can even read sort of London brick on it. I think to myself, where does it come from? How did it get here? A lot of my running is about that. How did that happen? Why does that tree look like that? Little mini mysteries. Where I live, there's some often sort of interesting shapes that have been made over the years, and I think, why, why are they like that? I'm also a big fan of styles. Every sort of county has their own different, you know, version of the style or a gate, and that really interests me. Everywhere you run, has got different, slightly different things on the foot. We're in the Peak District and it's you know, lots of fields and not many trees and then you're in the openness of the wilds and it's beautiful. And then other areas, it's a deep luscious forest. Then I'm running the Lake District and it's really rocky. Quite hard underfoot. Then you run the South Coast different sort of ground again that's kind of and that's why it's so good to learn this sort of easy pace of running because actually it means whatever's coming up whatever kind of terrain or hills or no hills you can tackle it and that's all this is about is learning tools different sorts of tools different kinds of running, that dimmer switch, so when you go out, wherever you are, you can decide what you're going to do. I'm not interested in you really learning how to run 5k, I know that's what most people want, but actually I'm really, really interested in you finding a love of running that means you can run whatever distance you want to run, wherever you run, and that's what's important for me. I want to give you a life skill. One that you can pass on to others as well. Because there's nothing better than sharing and inspiring the things you've learned with other people. And something else I often do, and it's actually why I coach, because it's so brilliant. You get a real kick if you inspire someone else. You don't have to be this amazing, experienced runner. There's nothing better than a new runner inspiring someone who's just thinking about running and perhaps they just need that little bit of confidence from you and that nod to say look I know how to do it it's worked for me let me help you well then everyone let's do a little bit of body check let's get back to am I looking a bit carried away I'm going on a downhill on the trail, there's a big wide trail. It's easy to get carried away. Just gonna check myself a little bit. Yep, I'm all right. I'm nice and upright still. My feet are landing underneath me. My head is above my shoulders. Shoulders are above my hips. Coming to the end of this session. Feeling good. I've kept going. I'm sort of in that easy kind of running, relaxed running, chatty running. 
take nice breaths. It's not about how fit I am, whether I can do this. It's because I'm sitting in this sort of zone of effort. Well done. Last minute or so. I hope you have a big grin on your face. How cool are you? You said you were going to come out and do this. You're a bit hesitant, but you've done it. Maybe you weren't hesitant, but you've still done it. It's fantastic. Whew. Wow, I managed to time it perfectly. Get back in a loop. I don't know how I did that. Quite proud of myself. Back to where I started. Just coming up to a lovely place. Nice open place. Time to stop. Well done. 32 minutes. And paces in the sort of bits in the middle. That was an amazing effort. Wow, I really enjoyed that. Just going to do a little bit of walking to cool down. And as we've done these sort of longer sessions with more consistent sort of joined up running, the cool down is even more important. I'm using it to sort of, well, A, time to go, whoa, how cool am I? I've just done that. It's always good to sort of give yourself time to appreciate what you've done rather than sort of packing it away. It's so easy to do a bit of a tick. You need a bit of time to go, woo, I did it. And sort of, you know, bathe in it a bit. But also, really importantly, I'm just letting that time gently for the heart rate to drop back to what it was breathing rate to return, all that blood that's been pushed out to the extremities of my body, hands and legs, to come back. Now the issue is if um, it's quite easy to sort of forget about doing the warm up, uh, the cool down, sorry, um, but actually it's about limiting, you know, you actually the chance if you don't sort of give it time, you can often feel a bit faint afterwards because you haven't really given your body a chance to readapt to sort of resting state again. This is a really good thing to do. I also think it's about setting up for your next run. So now I'm a bit cooler. Might be time to put layers on, but I'm going to do my. Uh, I'm going to wiggle my nose because I've got that runner's complaint of watering nose as I run. Really normal. I'm sure it's because all your fluids are sort of being pumped around your body. Uh, but I'm just going to stand still. I'm going to do a cool down. And actually, uh, I'm just going to pick up my left heel. You know, just now it's about giving that quad, that thigh muscle at the front of my leg, a big, nice, sort of mild stretch. My knees are together, hips press forward. Spotted a bit of rubbish I'm going to pick up. It's for a good reason, isn't it? Love running, because actually, half the time I'm picking up litter, I feel I'm doing my bit. It's a great thing to take a bag with you, actually, and pick up the litter. Don't worry about why it's got there, just make it better. So we're looking for that sort of mild discomfort. If it's painful, ease off a bit. I'm going to swap sides, the other side. I'm going to pick up my right heel, bend my knee. So right heel, my right foot's going into my bum. Well, not quite into my bum, but you know what I mean. Knees together, hips pressed forward, nice and upright. Hold on to something. It's not about balance, this. It's about 
get and stretch. So either hold on to something or use your opposite hand. Hold your ear. I promise you it works. Have a go. Tell me if it doesn't. Got that nice sort of. I haven't got locked. My left knee isn't locked straight. I've just got a nice sort of soft knee while that right knee is bent. Ease. And over time, almost you breathe, you get a nice little stretch. Excellent. Release that one. And now I'm going to do a little bit of a different one. I'm going to. My left leg is going to be bent, knees bent slightly. My right foot is going to be placed out in front with a straight right leg. Right toes pointing upwards. So that's left knee bent, right leg in front and straight. And I'm going to bend, hinge at my hips forward. And I'm feeling a bit of a nice stretch all along that amazing hamstring, which is an amazing muscle because it passes through lots of joints. It sort of goes all the way from the bum down to the heel. Pretty important muscle for running. So if you can't feel much stretch, just try and hinge a bit more or less. It's up to you. Again, you can control it. No point in doing a stretch if you can't feel any benefit. Let's swap sides, do the other side. So right knee's bent. Left leg is out in front and straight, just in front of me, about a foot in front of me. And my left toes are pointing upwards. Again, I'm hinging from the hips down. You can feel a nice stretch. I've definitely got runner's nose now. stretching. Sorry about that. And up again. Oh, another one for you. Definitely using something to hold on to. Just going to move to where and do that. And I'm going to almost squat down, but then I'm going to bring my right foot almost over, just over the top of my right, my left thigh. And I'm going to almost squat down, but I'm holding on so I, the left knee is bent as if it was a squat, but my right foot almost over my right knee so I'm almost on one leg well I am on one leg holding on to something and the more I squat down you should be able to feel sort of stretch in the glutes and the bum muscles this is a great one for doing on the floor uh, when you're at home as well in the same sort of position but on the line on your back so just swap over so right knee right foot's down and knees bent holding on to something picking up the left foot and sort of my right, my left ankle is almost on my right knee. And again, I'm bending down, it's almost squatting back as if I'm trying to sit on a chair. And that's it. Last thing is, nice stretch into the air. Imagine you're really tall, but stretch out those muscles. Give yourself a pat on the back. Well done. Week five in the bag.